spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and... Producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. Trash day at my house. I did not uh, take care of my guys, which means that I will next Friday. You better. Today would have been the appropriate day to do it because I've got so much cardboard sure. recycling. Uh, but the whole tipping angst is upon me, I can tell you. Just it's trying to get it, just trying to get it so right. Looming large. And got, I'm not alone. I got my nails done yesterday. Yeah. To see, don't they look nice? And uh, the the women at the nail salon, the manicurists, are now it's that time of year where they give everyone a small uh, thing of hand lotion as just a little, reminder. Little Benny, <laughs> yeah, uh, like this is for our va- for our valued customers. <laughs> it cracks me up. <sighs> I um, I rely on a, a particular service for dry cleaning. They're very good. They drop it off at the house, which ah, is nice. That is nice. And like two weeks ago, you're probably uh, wondering the name of your driver. Was the subtle, like they, their version of the hand lotion is to say, you're probably wondering the name of your driver. Well, remember last I never year see the driver. when you were still getting the New York Times delivered here, we would get that envelope. And the question was, given their spotty service, what exactly do you put in that envelope? Oh, I remember. Yeah. I, I remember talking about it because I remember discussing with the POTUS audience, what's the number? And I said 20. And, you know, this is like mailing it old school because right. you don't see the guy and we're in a high rise and, and I would never I, like ships in the night. And then I remember members of the audience telling me that I'd stiffed them and the 20 wasn't enough. Like, you know, they would say to me, Michael, that that newspaper, how important is it to you? And I would say it's vitally important. And they'd say, well, you know, then 20 is just too light. And then, of course, somebody wanted to amortize it out. Like, <laughs> you realize how much you're tipping him per day of delivery? And by the way, if you don't know, I ended up canceling the subscription because it was so unreliable. And right. I'm sure some of you will say, yeah, because you didn't tip enough. No, that's not that is just simply not true. I was reading at Axios. They say December has always been the most anxiety producing time of year for tipping as everyone fears giving too much or too little. And neighbors whisper furtively to one another about how much they're doling out, paren, but who knows if they're telling the truth, which I, I think is also uh, true. I, I must say, I find this this data contradictory because I look at tipping. If we can really get to the bottom of how people are tipping, I look at tipping as one of those real uh, economic barometers. 
you know, recently I've discussed here, I, I presented all the data and I said by a number of metrics of the economy here, I'll just take the, the Dow and, and what's going on on the Dow Jones uh, industrial average. And we talked about the high that was hit. What was it two days ago? You know, there are a number of metrics out there where you look at the stock market or you can look at the unemployment rate or you can look at the latest jobs report. You can say things are really, you know, the economy is robust and growing. And then you look at Biden's numbers and I don't want to get all political on tipping, but there's obviously a disconnect because he's not been the beneficiary of of any of that economic data. And then I, Michael, cynic, start to say, well, maybe the economy isn't so great. And I look for signs of what's really going on. I am the guy who takes note of parking lots. And, and you know, what do I see at Cracker Barrel versus what do I see at a high-end place that's not too far from where I live? And, you know, if I see that the high-end place is not full, and this is a hard time of year to judge that because of, of different holiday parties, but, you know, that tells me something. My point is that tipping to me Holiday tipping is is a really good indicator of whether people have disposable income. So there's a story that I saw at Axios, which says Americans say they'll tip generously this holiday season. And and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, as you're listening to me, think about, you know, into what category you fall. Are you going to are you going to be a more generous tipper this year than you were last year? OK, so now I get into the data here. Here's the setup. Despite tipflation and tipping fatigue, most Americans are planning to be as generous in holiday tipping this pandemic and what? this pandemic. What the hell is that? Sorry. The thing just didn't copy right. prop- no. properly. Um, driving the news. OK, here it is. Fifteen percent of U.S. adults will increase how much they tip this holiday season compared with last year. Forty four percent plan to tip the same amount. 13% say they're decreasing holiday tips this year. Well, wait a minute. If 15% are going up, but 13% are going down, then then what warrants a headline that says that Americans say they'll tip generously this holiday season? And then they talk about the six types of service providers that they have tracked, which sounds right, I'm sure, for many of you. Housekeepers, teachers, child care providers, landscapers. Really? Landscapers? Landscapers should be tipping me. Not me tipping the land. Stop. (laughs) What are you saying? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. 
you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Mail carriers, trash and recycling collectors. Now there's another one. Because I don't know if the paper recycling guys are the I, I imagine they are as, as the, the same as the commingled. No, they're not the same. No, 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 no. The trash guys are separate from the recycling guys, right? Okay, but the recycling is it in, the same for truck? me. For me, that's the thing. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. So are the same guys driving it? No. Okay, I'm so that means no. You got so three, if, uh, three squad. Let me just circle back to where I began. Then missing today means I'm not going to get it done for the paper guys. Ah, uh, this is going to burden me. Oh yeah, I'm not going to get it done for the paper guys before Christmas. And the paper guys are more important to me. Here's another confession than the commingled guys because I am a much better paper recycler than I am a commingled recycler. You are. Yes. Why is that? I, I would don't think know. That a lot a of bottles guy. of wine I'm a strange. go out in that in that house. A lot of bottles. I'm just putting that out there. What? No. No. A lot of bottles just, of wine. Just asking. I'm just saying. Like, what kind of a broadside was that? My that you just too. delivered. No, no. I'm saying like I see you in like a mirror. No. Like, I'm looking in the no. mirror. No. No. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. TC. TC just 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 I accused didn't. me of imbibing to excess. And having no. to burden my my commingled recycling guys with my wine bottles. Wine's not even a big thing How for about me. Whiskey, beer, okay, there anything. you go. Okay, bottles. There, there you are. <laughs> um, I also love this. It, it, there's a discussion in here about, and I I do not you know I do not live in a high rise, but I did in the past. It's been a number of years, but I remember living in a, in a couple of different high rises within a ten year time period, and that was brutal. Because you needed, first of all, it was like an insurance policy. I'm sorry, I, I again, my cynicism, I didn't look at it as if I were rewarding great service when I lived in a high rise. I looked at it as if I got to grease this guy because if I don't take care of him, then he's going to let me down in the new year. Who do you mean, like the doorman? I mean people who live in large apartment buildings, the doorman, the handyman, maybe there's a porter a uh, garage worker. I mean, it's just limitless. And then there are different shifts. It is, and you got to take care of everybody. There's a, there's a story today. There's a story today. It's a very sad story at smirconish.com. Actually, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm kind of proud of this. I, I have a big flat screen in the studio here, which is adjacent to the MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News monitors. And it allows me to track social media and to keep an eye on the website keep an eye on the newsletter keep an eye on insta even tiktok yeah, you facebook can go in between them so right now you see what i'm looking at tc i'm looking, looking at, the at the home page yeah. home page of the website and on the home page of the website you see the top four stories that were in the smirconish newsletter today 
may I say, having nothing to do with tipping. Uh, actually, I'm giving her a hat tip. In poll position today at my website and in the newsletter, Clarissa Ward's report from Gaza. She is unbelievable. She's unbelievable. She is unbelievable. And she, she was she, she's fearless. Un, yeah, she was the first journalist to get into Gaza with a film crew and poke around and go to a hospital. And you got to watch this. Yeah. I mean, it's odd for me to put a piece of video in the number one position, but I did. You it's from see CNN. What's going on. You got to see what's going on. And she was she was overwhelmed emotionally. You can understandably so when mm-hmm. you see the subject matter. But but yeah, all power to Clarissa, Clarissa Ward. I also have a story from the Associated Press about Jim Comer's business practices in Kentucky. Isn't this interesting? Where this, the level of scrutiny that's been applied to Hunter Biden by Comer and company is now being applied to Comer in his Kentucky business ventures. Read the story. Make up your own mind. Um, I've got NBC News coverage of Mayor Michelle Wu in Boston defending the electeds of color party, uh, which I'll talk about in the next hour of the program today. That happens to be the poll question. Pretty good mix so far, wouldn't you say? A little Keep politics going. with Comer, Clarissa Ward from Gaza, Michelle Wu, domestic, uh, uh, you know, disagreement about her her party, but also in a very prominent position. And this is the sad story: curb your enthusiasm. The HBO sitcom Curb Your Enthusiasm, created and starring Larry David, will conclude with its twelfth season premiering on February four marking the end of its influential and comedic run. Uh, That's really sad because I love that show. Now you're wondering, okay, Michael, you were talking about tipping. What's it got to do with tipping? Well, in season, what was it? I think season four of Curb. And if you remember the plot line of that particular, the arc of that particular season, it was when uh, Larry is recruited by Mel Brooks to star in the producers why because mel brooks has had enough like he he just wants to to fold the tent and he figures that if larry david is the star of the producers then it'll tank and that'll be the end of it that's not exactly the way that it goes this is also the same season when larry is paired with david schwimmer and cheryl because it's their in uh, their 10th anniversary says that for a 10th anniversary present he can have one fling. I mean, it's just a crazy uh, curb season and, and arguably my favorite. So Larry arrives in New York to put on the producers on Broadway. It's it's the, the sort of the culmination. It may even be the final episode. I don't know. And he checks into a hotel that I know, which is the Regency. The Regency is probably like 60th and Park. I've stayed there several times, but not recently. And from the moment he gets out of the cab, everything is about tipping. I'm doing this from memory, but like he, he, he has to tip the cabbie. Okay, I get that. Now a doorman comes over and opens up the door and he has to tip the doorman. Only the doorman is not the same as the bellman who's now going to handle the bag. So now he's got to, he's got to hit like all these individuals. Then he finally, you know, gets up to the room and I think there's an issue with the HVAC and somebody else now comes, maybe a TV person comes. And the whole while 
Larry's got no change. He's got only big bills with him, so he can't hook up anybody. And it just becomes like one thing after another after another. What, what's the audio that, that you pulled of, of one of my favorite Curb episodes? So this uh, picks up where the bellman is bringing his luggage to the room. So they're walking down the hallway, yeah. and the bellman is is telling him about all the features of the of the key and the room and the details. Would you like to hear I how would, but can I just read this for, for sure. okay, a little bit from I? IMDb. Uh, This is a synopsis of this episode of Curb. Cheryl reminds Larry to cash in on his present before midnight, his present before the midnight of the opening. Larry is still having trouble with his lines for the show. Larry flies to New York with fellow performers David Schwimmer and Katie Huffman to star on Broadway in The Producers. Cheryl thinks that Larry is trying to close Katie as his anniversary gift. Larry has three days left to close the deal. By the way, I'm dying already. Along the way, he argues with Schwimmer. Larry thinks David has complained to the stewardess about his reclined seat. Larry sees David whisper to the stewardess, and right after the stewardess comes over, yada, 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 yada. Um... Larry finds that he's tipping way too much. Larry has only big bills. He promises the car doorman that he'll tip him later. Then he gives his luggage to a guy uh, and asks that it be split. He gives him $20, asks that it be split with the car doorman. He then attempts to use his 10th anniversary gift from Cheryl, yada, yada, yada. Here's what unfolds in the room. If you're hungry later this evening, there's a lovely restaurant in the lobby called The Library. I highly recommend it. Okay. Very good food. Uh, This is your key, access to your room. It's a Mm -hmm. card. This is the card slot. Uh, Simply insert the card into the slot. There's a beeping. Wait a second. Firmly apply pressure. And in you go. That's fascinating. Uh, some of the amenities, uh, quickly, uh, you have a telephone, dial 9 to get out, uh, there's a television here. Okay, got so that. And uh, you have remote control for uh, power on and off, on and off. Uh, channel, Copy that. up and down, okay. volume up and down, uh, right. minibar also underneath. Got it, um, got it. Thermostat for uh, air temperature control. Yeah, I've seen those. Uh, bathroom uh, with shower. Turn on the water, you go like that with your wrist and the water comes out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. yes. Uh, the cold is on the right. Uh-huh. Okay, um, and that, that's a window. Yes, you walk over to it. And, I mean, it's all about. And you can just, look out. You know, getting no, hit. He's trying to get right? him to leave. No, Larry Basically wants to leave. This guy right? just wants a yes. tip. All right, excellent, excellent. I think I got everything. I think I, the floors were standing. <laughs> I think I got it. It's kind of complicated. Uh, I'll go over it again. Okay, thank okay. you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're very welcome. All right. I don't have anything for you right now. I only got like Big 20s. Sorry. I'll get you tomorrow. Don't be dubious. Don't be dubious. No, no. <laughs> dubious. I'm going to get you tomorrow. Don't. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, gang. Listen, Axios yeah, has given me Axios has given me mixed mixed information. I need to know from you. Uh, the headline says that Americans are going to tip generously this holiday season. But as I analyze the data, it seems like just as many people are going to tip an increased amount as a decreased amount. Is this so here's the question I'm framing for you. Is this really an insight into the true state of the economy? And what's going on in your world? Talk to me about the trash guys. Talk to me about the dry cleaner. Talk to me about the postman. Talk to me about the dog walker. Talk to me about the babysitter. What have you done so far? What are you looking forward to or not looking forward to doing this year? Let us have the annual holiday tip conversation and let it begin now. 
I'm at 855-486-1776. I'll tell you another one that, that's difficult. Like, we get a lot of Amazon uh, deliveries at our house. I imagine that a lot of POTUS listeners get Amazon. I, I have no idea who any of those individuals are, nor do I have any idea whether they're the same individual. They're not the same individual. You know what I mean? And I don't. I have no idea who UPS might be and so forth. Like, there's like this whole grouping of folks that... I can't wrap my arms around Amazon uh, now. But they're a part of the world. They let you easily tip your driver now, and they were doing. I don't know if it's still going on, but last week you could tip your driver without any extra cost. It was five dollars. I saw that. Yep. I saw that. Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally what do you, just saw that headline. Yeah. So what do you, you mean? tell Alexa, be like, "Hey Alexa, tip, uh, you get a drive, you get a delivery, and you yeah. say, "Hey Alexa, tip my driver," and then they would tip the driver five dollars. But Amazon is was footing the bill on that. Yeah, and it was five bucks. I per- I, there's an article. What, what do you in mean Amazon is footing the bill? Like a free tip, like not charging you, but taking care of their employee. They're tipping their dark. Well, what drivers. if I say, uh, you know, hit her with a hundy? You, you don't have that choice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, only $5. you're welcome to hit your producer with a hundy. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, you can hit us. Do we get tips? Yeah. Yes. Where are our tips? Yeah, where's our tip? Oh, yeah. my God. Tip your favorite talk show host. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert Styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Hey, gang, thanks for the telephone calls. Love it. Brad, San Antonio, you're tipping liquor store employees? How come? I buy a lot of high-end tequila and bourbon, and, you know, they take care of me, so I make sure to take care of them around the holidays. Why are you buying a lot of high-end tequila and bourbon? Uh, Collector, drinker, 
I also, you know, just am in the market for it at any given point. So it's oh, just an okay. interesting it's, hobby well, to I mean, have. It's, and it's not like you're it's not like you're running a bar or a restaurant or some such. This is just for your personal consumption and that of your friends. Yes, sir. Nice. Okay. So your system in in Texas is not is not archaic uh, and anachronistic like, like mine Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania. Where, no. Yeah. Okay. So these are like private employees and businesses and so forth. Yes. So if they, if they get some special offering, they're calling you first. That's what this is all about? That's generally how it works these days in, a, in several stores here in the city. Okay. So, yes. So there's like a limited edition of Whistle Pig that comes out, and we're going to call Brad in San Antonio because he'll want this. Yes, exactly. Okay. I like it. All right. Brad, I'm looking you up when I come to San Antonio. Thank you for the phone call. Please do. <laughs> Have a good one, thanks, sir. Thanks for that. Uh, Bob, you're in Chicago. Is is tipping really a barometer of the economy? Tell me. Well, I think for some people it can be, but I think it can also be, if you will, a counter um, indicator. Uh, we haven't had a particularly good year. We've had a number of reversals. But I said to, as I said to your screener, um, you know, we've, we would like to have had the year gone a lot better, but we know there are a million people who would trade places with us in a minute. And so for the people, relatively small circle of people that we tip on a continuing basis and every year, we're going to give as much or maybe a little bit more than we did last year. And because, you know, you hope at some point empathy kicks in, you know, for as much as we wish things would have gone better for us, the lady who delivers our Chicago Tribune this is a single mom who's you know getting up at five in the morning to get our paper to our door. Um, the guy who cuts my hair, the lady who cuts my wife's hair, um, you know, the, the people who work at the little local restaurants in the suburb that we live in, you know, these are all hardworking people. And so, sure. yeah, you know, we've had some tough times. I, but- I lo- listen, I love your attitude. It hasn't been the year that you hoped it would be economically but you know that there are less fortunate around you who rely on you and you're not going to take it out on them if you can avoid it. Thanks. Yeah. Have a great show. You too. Thank you for that. I, I love that attitude. I'm going to, I'm going to try and emulate that attitude. What's going on in Columbus, Ohio, Jane? Talk to me. Yeah. Um, I took my dog groomer uh, and it's all going to be the same. I took my mail lady who lives two doors down for me. And I tip my garbage man who takes ton of trash that my husband puts out every week. And uh, my bank teller who's been there forever with rotating other tellers. Okay, now that that is not one that would occur to me. A bank teller? Really? Yeah, well, she, she's like the head of the bank. And it's a small bank because yeah. I live in uh, Wardsboro, New York. So it's a small bank. And, mm-hmm. you know, she takes care of me where... They have a hard time keeping employees, so the employees are always rotating. So right. It's, it's, a, it's a friendly community uh, atmosphere. And so, I, I mean, I, is that even permitted? Is the bank okay with that? I mean, I, not, not that there's any impropriety. Uh, okay. I just... Maybe I don't. I, I give her a gift card and some right. Okay. And candy, right. Yeah. Which right. She enjoys. Good for you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jane. I appreciate it very much. Everybody's got another interesting story, right? Rick, you're in Youngsville, North Carolina, thinking what today? Well, I'm telling you that the uh, bottom line of my uh, gross tipping this year will be less. It's not each individual tip will be less, but I am uh, 
uh, eliminating a lot of the situations where I would be tipping just because of certain situations. So I'll be tipping generously for those who I uh, make services of. I'll just be doing less of it. Well, it sounds it sounds to me like you've got fewer people. Maybe I'm reading into it too much, but you're relying on fewer people. Therefore, you don't have as many to tip. This particular year, yes, sir, I am. Okay, I hear you. Okay, Rick, good things for you for the holidays. Appreciate it. Nora, uh, you're in Virginia. Yes. Greetings. Greetings. Um, three quick things. Um, I lived in Chicago for a long time, and um, I, my same mailman, 15 years or maybe even more, um, tipped him every year. And most people did, I, you know, back then, and mission not that long ago. But I live in a small town in rural Virginia, and um, – when I came up here, um, you know, I went out to give um, Tony um, uh, an envelope for Christmas last year, and he almost had tears in his eyes. And I said, "No one tips you?" And he said, "He said no." And I was just like dumbfounded, you know. Wait, wait, and, wait! Um, Is it? Uh, wait, I'm confused. Is it the folks in Virginia who aren't tipping, or the people in Chicago right. who aren't? Virginia. No, 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 in Chicago, everybody did. Right. You know, you tipped a. The yeah. newspaper guy, you know, in yeah, the envelope, yeah. they'd, they'd leave an envelope, you know, in, in the paper. And the right. mailman, he never left anything, but I put it in the mailbox. But hmm. um, anyway, here that's, you know, I just went out um, when he was there and handed it to him. And the same thing I did that with the mail lady in the other place I lived to. She said, no, people don't do that here. I was like, okay. So huh. but my other, I wanted to tell you my other favorite tip story is think of Julia Roberts in the movie Pretty Woman when, in the beginning of it, kind of, and she goes to the door to get the champagne or whatever that he ordered, and the, the waiter or, or the guy, the bellboy, is looking her up and down, and she stands there and looks at him and says, "What are you looking at?" You know, because she didn't know about tipping. You know, that's always one of my favorite um, tip things. But there's a there's a good uh, yeah. Go ahead, finish. You're on a roll. No, okay. Um, no, I have a poster that my late sister gave me a hundred years ago. And it's called Life's Little Instructions. And it's got like a boatload of them. And one of them is overtip breakfast waitresses. And it's a very true thing. Yeah. Because they have to get up at the crack of dawn and do vegetable prep, yada, yada. I like it. All good stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Nora. Thank you. And to you. I I love these stories. Hey, by the way, (coughs) Nora just talked about the poster with the life savings in it. I don't know if I'm going to do anything about this and it might sound a little pretentious that I that I even think that there's something to this. But uh, Dan strong armed me to change the poster that hangs behind me. Anybody who's ever watched any of our YouTube live broadcasts knows what I'm talking about. We sit in this studio day after day behind me. There's a a poster that's like. I don't know, three feet by four feet. And it has my name on it and the SiriusXM logo. SiriusXM changed the logo. Did you know this? Did I know this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have been I have been um, adjacent to the conversations that you and Dan have been having about the logo, about the podcast, about so, you know, branding. Okay. So, so Dan, correctly. So, well, mm. correctly, except Michael had to go to Kinko's and Michael had to spring for the, the you know, the 200 bucks for the new. But I did it and I got it yesterday. And you did it without complaint. Oh. So, the po- no, oh. the point is this. <laughs> The point is, I have in studio today, it turned out very, very nice. I have the new uh, poster that is supposed to hang behind me. Okay. Behind me, I've got the old, and I'm not just going to dispose of it. I'm just asking the two of you, this no shtick, just an honest answer. 
Because you know we had such great success, Eric X, Jeff yes. in Minnesota with the mic flags. Yes. I'm thinking that I should do something with the poster behind me. Someone might derive joy oh, from yeah. having that, mm-hmm. knowing that it hung in this studio oh, yeah. if they listen to this program. And I'm just, I'm spitballing here, but they would need to write a check to a charity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. I love that that's you what do. you would do. Yeah, yes. and someone okay. would definitely do it because that is now a vintage item because that is now yeah. the, the vintage old SiriusXM logo. So, yeah, someone will absolutely But the thing is, it's, it's, on, it's on foam board. That's fine. And I... Yeah, but I don't know. Like, how would I ship it to somebody? They have these things called boxes and shipping companies. There's this place called FedEx Kinkos, and they can do that for you. I don't know. You can you pay think? people to do this, and then yeah. if you tip them, they'll do a really nice job. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm mulling it. Or I'm mulling it over. You mull. I'm mulling it over that if somebody, and it's a nice time of year, and I know that people for tax purposes want to make donations before the end of the year. So just know that that is on my. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we doing this before the end of the year? You forgot to mention that little detail. Wow. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud, which sometimes gets me in trouble. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.